This episode of The Canadian Expat was originally produced on video for YouTube. To watch the video, go to YouTube and search for Canadian Expat. Welcome to The Canadian Expat, where we continue on our journey speaking with Canadians that are living abroad so that we might gain a bit of inspiration, obtain some advice, and perhaps hear a few cautionary tales. Today, we go to Paris. mind when someone mentions Paris? The Eiffel Tower? The Louvre? The Arc de Triomphe? Champs-Élysées? Perhaps the tragic burning of the Notre Dame Cathedral? Or the Je suis Charlie movement after the horrific terrorist attacks in 2015? Maybe it's romantic images of strolls along the Seine River or quaint cafes or grandiose artists in one of the most seemingly diverse cities in Europe. Regardless of how you imagine Paris to be, however, it is obvious that there are multiple layers to this city that few tourists really get an opportunity to see, let alone understand. But woven between those layers is a thriving Canadian expat community. My guest today is Oravelia Colmer, originally from Cambridge, Ontario. She is part of that community after moving to Paris two years ago to pursue her master's degree at Sorbonne University. Oravelia, welcome to the Canadian Expat. Hi, thank you for having me. Now, as you just heard in that introduction, we often have a really romantic image of Paris. Is that justified? What's it like living there? Yeah, absolutely. I think um, there's, I mean, I first came here in 2005, so many years ago. And I remember strolling through along the river and just having those, living at the, the imaginary dream. And then many years later now, I'm, I'm living here. And it's still special, of course. But um, living here is quite different. I don't go to the Eiffel Tower every day. I don't uh, stroll along the cafes every day. I just have my regular nine to five you know, kind of like you would back in Canada, but uh, it, you, you still see the romantic, romantic uh, setting around you, but you integrate a little bit more and uh, try to keep it special, but uh, remembering that there's a daily life here that's a little bit different than what you see on in the images. Yeah, I can imagine, just very similar to, you know, many uh, tourist resorts in Canada as well, life on a day-to-day -day basis is very different from what tourists might see. Mm -hmm, absolutely. I mean, it is quite nice sometimes when I, I take the bus or the metro and I and I see like there's couples getting married and taking engagement pictures. And so it's nice to remember, wow, this is a it's, it's a special place. And, and sometimes you forget it when you're rushing to squeeze into the metro or you're rushing to catch uh, your bus. You forget how special a place can be. When, and you, so it's nice to have those reminders to see people live it out. Sure, I bet. Wow. So tell me a little bit about you in Paris now. You're studying for your master's degree, correct? Yeah, actually, my, my journey to France actually started a bit earlier. I lived in Lyon for two years. Mm -hmm. And then uh, I, back and forth between Canada and France, actually, since 2014. But uh, now I'm living in Paris now. And I had initially come over uh, with a working holiday visa. 
so I had experience working in Lyon and Paris. And so now I'm doing my, my master's and I'm doing it at the Sorbonne University. And it's, it's quite fun. It's, it's different than the education system back in Canada. It's challenging. It's, it's very hard to be doing your studies in a different language, but it's also very enriching. You get a different experience of the education system. The classes are also quite different. And my classmates are different because um, most of us are a bit older. We've already had work experience in between. So we come from different backgrounds, different educational experiences, and, and it's a lot more enriching. It's called the Formation Continue which is, I think maybe in Canada, the equivalent would be ongoing education. So it's a, it's a bit of a different experience than coming over as a, if you were a younger student. So um, there's a lot of variety in, in what you can study here and who you can study with and the schools that you can study at. Amazing. So, so is that your master's degree then? That, is that what you're, you're studying? Yes. Yep. I did my undergrad in Canada and I did a postgrad as well in Canada. And right now my master's in, is in a communications brand and content, oh, sorry, communications brand and digital. And it's nice because I'm looking at uh, analyzing and studying a lot of the brands that are French back in North America. We're used to our North American brands, but here there's so many other uh, brands that we don't know about or maybe we're not as familiar with. So it's nice. It's a good way for me to understand the culture a little bit better and uh, what resonates here with people a bit more. That's amazing. It'd be a great opportunity. In your um, our first initial contact, you had mentioned that you had spent some time originally when you first arrived in France. This is when you first went there back in 2014, I guess, um, yes. at uh, a monastery. Yes, that, yes. Actually, yes. Um, well, I was living in Canada. I was working as a communications consultant and a PR agency in Toronto. And I really just wanted to take your ear off to practice French. And I had been studying French at the Alliance Francaise in Toronto. And I really wanted to practice on a daily basis and not just on the weekends. And so a friend of mine suggested that I volunteer. And actually, my professors, um, my instructors at Alliance Francaise said the same thing. You should really spend some time volunteering, getting to know the culture, because it's different than just going for two to three weeks visit. And so I discovered this community. It's called the Communauté de Chemineuf. And uh, they welcome young people from all over the world. They have formation programs. And it's a, it's a faith-based community. And they have an abbey on a lake near the Alps. And it's absolutely spectacular. It's a medieval abbey, I think, dating back to the 1100s, 1200s. And as soon as I saw the images, it was just it was stunning. And, you know, we don't have this back in Canada. So I said, why not do this program? And immediately I was there and I think it's a, it was a Trappist monastery, a Benedictine monastery, and it's just peaceful. It's serene in the winter. You can see the mountains and all summer long, the lake is just sparkling. And so I spent uh, some time volunteering there. And that was sort of my initial entrance into France, which was nice because I was with other young people who are from different countries, Europe, Africa, uh, some North Americans as well. And so that was an easier way for me to start integrating into the French culture a little bit by little bit. And then after that, I ended up doing the working holiday program for two years in Lyon. What a unique experience. That would have been fantastic. Yeah, it was quite special. I still miss uh, the Serena. It's quite opposite from living downtown Toronto and then all of a sudden in a, a quiet monastery hidden in the middle of nowhere. Now, when you first came to Paris back in 2015, right? So you've moved now. 2017. Sorry, 2017. 2017. So you've moved to Paris in 2017 to begin your studies. How have you been able to connect with perhaps that Canadian community that's that's in Paris. Yeah, well, it's really nice. Um, there's actually some expat groups on Facebook. And uh, there was just a, 
it, it's nice because it's just Canadians, Americans, Aussies, and everyone is sort of, there's people coming in and out, but then there's some people who are here long-term. And so people sometimes, you know, ask a question, how do I, questions about visa, questions about working, questions about studying. So I try to connect with them and it, be as helpful as I can because Sometimes you're on your own here, you know, you don't know how to navigate through the administration. But um, an interesting story was when I first came here in 2017, I was actually doing the working holiday visa, and then I ended up switching to do my studies. But I didn't know anybody in the city. I was just on my own, and I was feeling a bit nostalgic and a little bit sad because it was Canada Day, 2017. I didn't have anyone to celebrate with. And on my Facebook, I see everyone posting, oh, it's Canada Day, it's Canada Day. And I was all by myself, and I told myself, you know what? There's a Canadian pubs here. There's three Canadian pubs in Paris. And I said, if there's other Canadians in the city, they're going to be at this Canadian, one of these pubs. So why not go and, you know, maybe I can meet someone from back home. Sure enough, I ended up going to this pub called The Moose. And I ended up meeting other Canadians who were celebrating, excited. And I even met a couple of uh, guys who had gone to my university of Waterloo back in, in Ontario. And so that sort of created these links that, you know what, even though we're far away from home, we can still connect in this other city and appreciate um, the beauty of being in Paris, but also remembering our roots and our connections back in Canada. So I do try to go out and visit the pub sometimes. And I was just at, uh, watching the Women's uh, World Cup game, Canadians, last week. Uh, that was just last week at one of the Canadian pubs. Tomorrow I'm going to go and uh, watch the game cheer on the ladies as well. And uh, there's some Canadian events coming up as well that I'll be participating in. So what about those people that might be interested in moving to Paris? Any advice? Yeah, I think, um, I mean, definitely try. Like, don't, don't hold back. If it's something that you've been wanting to do, uh, listen to your, and it sounds kind of cliche, but listen to your heart and try. And especially uh, for young people, there's um, the working holiday visa, which I was a part of, if you're between 18 and 35. Um, if not, there's also a talent visa. So if you work in tech or, or particular areas, you can get a talent visa to work here and try it out. Um, I definitely try. I mean, it, it takes a bit of time. It takes a bit of planning. I, I had been planning for a few months um, and even a year leading up to the move. So make sure you, you research it a lot, ask questions, meet other people who've already gone there. Um, sometimes I, I have a couple of Canadians ask me questions about the different visas I've done and how I first settled in. And so just as soon as you meet somebody, question what they're doing, how they got here. And I, I would always say, don't worry. Like it's a little bit scary at first, but eventually you'll, you'll find your, your way in. And uh, be persistent and patient because it does take time. It's not going to be handed to you on a tray. You don't just show up and there's a job. <laughs> it's it's challenge. It's a lot more harder in Canada. I find in Canada it's easier to get a job, make friends. But once you're in a different country, it takes time. So if it's something that's inkling, then do some research. Um, be patient uh, and keep uh, keep at it. Fantastic. For for you, the future holds what? Are you planning to come back to Canada eventually or are you finding France as your home now? You know, it's funny. I really, I feel really at home here. But when I go back home, I, I feel at home there as well. So you, you kind of have this like double residency, I guess you could say. Um, I'll be finishing my studies next year. So after that, I'm not sure. I'm just sort of taking it uh, as it comes. But for now, I really like it here and and uh, it's nice that I still feel connected to Canada. Like, for example, we have the Canadian Embassy here, and they're having a Canada Day event this coming week. Uh, then there's the France-Canada Chamber of Commerce. They have events as well. And so it, I still have the Canadian connection here, and we'll see. Uh, maybe it might always be between both countries. <laughs> That's definitely going to be a reality, perhaps. And we find that to be quite a common occurrence, that people move abroad for a, a few years at a time. They fall in love with 
the culture, the, the language, the people, and it, it's hard to pry yourself away from that. So even coming back to Canada, they still maintain that connection to the country, right? Which I think benefits their life, but it also benefits Canada as a whole uh, to have those further connections with foreign countries, right? So you learning, of course, the experience in PR and now gaining um, experience and education further in communication, uh, I could see perhaps you becoming very valuable to a Canadian company or a French company doing business with Canada. Well, I definitely say I'm really thankful for having done this because um, when I've been back in Canada, I can apply for jobs that are bilingual jobs. I don't think before I really felt confident enough to say that I was be able to work in a bilingual environment. And now I can very easily apply for jobs, French can, um, whether France, French and English, or whether it's in Montreal, Ottawa, or even in Toronto or across Canada, I feel way more confident in my language skills. And I meet um, often in Toronto when I'm there, I meet a lot of other French people. There's a lot of young French people coming to settle into Canada too. So it's nice to be able to connect with them and have the the experience of both cultures and uh, and it's something I did, maybe didn't mention. Also, there is a bit of a culture shock. Um, maybe you've experienced it with the other expats coming back. It is quite hard because when you've been away for a few years, everyone else around you has moved on too. Um, they've moved on to other cities, families, and so sometimes. Like when I was in Toronto, I was in, back in Canada for a few months before coming back here. And I thought, oh, gosh, I'm, I need to restart. I'm an expat in Canada. <laughs> so that's a reality sometimes you have to keep it mindful of. And uh, it's a bit of a reverse culture shock, but you get right. settled back in as well. Of course. I think I can take a little time for sure. But but eventually it happens. People get get comfortable with being back in Canada eventually. Mm-hmm. Anything else that you'd like to add that uh, you've um, experienced in, in Paris that you'd like to share? I would say just the the connection with people from different countries. I mean, Canada is quite multicultural as well, but uh, it is quite special to be in a city that uh, is also quite as diverse. And you, you see it from just a different angle. I think that living in a different country, you start meeting locals that see life a little bit differently, that experience life differently. And... I encourage everyone to, as soon as you can, I mean, even if it's just a few weeks or a few months to really go out and immerse yourself in a different country. Um, because I waited, a few, when I was younger, I wasn't quite confident enough to do that. I waited until I was a bit older. But I think there's no age limit for that, really. Like, And not being afraid of meeting people from different generations as well. Not just sticking to, if you're a student, always with students. If you're a young professional, young professional, like really mix and mingle with people of different generations. I've been able to meet with people who are my age, who are much older, much younger. And they give you different perspectives, I think, that you don't just see if you stay in your own little bubble of people. So um, not be afraid of reaching out to others who are a different uh, milieu. <laughs> Well, with that, I'd like to thank you once again for, for joining us today. And I'd like to thank those people that are watching the video for coming and visiting. Um, if you've enjoyed the video, I would encourage you to hit the like button, maybe subscribe if you haven't already. And please comment below if you'd like to participate in one of these conversations. We'd love to see you if you're either planning to be abroad or maybe you've even come. We'd love to hear your story. Thanks again and until next time.